The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Thanks again for joining us as we continue in our devotionals through this season uh, as we look now future forward to uh, New Year's Day. Hope you've had a great week so far. We're glad you're with us on this Tuesday. One quick program reminder, uh, we will have a devotional today and again tomorrow. And like last week, there will not be one on Thursday and Friday. And uh, we'll pick back up again next week. And uh, so we're glad you're with us and really hope this is community encouragement. Yesterday, we started looking into the book of Philippians. And today we want to encourage, as we continue to go through the book of Philippians, um, just one, this is a, a book that really a lot of people say the theme of this book is joy. Um, and as many authors say, joy over certain things, over the battles of people, circumstances, things of that nature. And uh, so we're going to look a little bit into this. We talked about Paul's position, where he saw himself and his purpose as a servant of Jesus Christ. And what, what does that mean? What does that look like? Uh, today, let's pick up in verse 2 and continue as we study through these verses. He says in verse 2, uh, Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, while generally a lot of people look at this as just a salutation, as just a greeting, and there's truth to it, there is some power behind the idea that Jesus says we need to have grace that comes from Jesus Christ to us, from God the Father and Lord Jesus Christ. So he's, he's stating in the midst of your circumstances, in the midst of things, that we trust that grace will come from God to you. And we do. We live by grace, not just for salvation. Uh, we live by grace for every other part of our life. And so there's some encouragement there, but let's go to verse 3. He says, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you all making requests with joy. Now, one of the things you'll learn as we look through this is uh, the book Church of Philippi was a unique church. We look back and you go kind of towards the end of Acts, you find where, where this book was started, where he wrote to it. Uh, you will find that... Uh, uh, it has been a, bo- a, a church that has sacrificially given. We get to chapter, th- uh, I think it's 3 or 4, will reference the idea of where he, they gave and he promises God's provision to them because of their immense sacrificial giving to him in his ministry, in his current scenario in, in prison, and things of that nature. So he's writing um, to be grateful to this church. He's writing to encourage this church. He's writing to, to proclaim really God's blessing, what he believes to be upon this church. And he references in verse 3, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. So he talks a little bit about this idea of prayer. We can talk about intercessory prayer, whatever term you want to use. It's, it's praying for others. And so let's take a couple thoughts looking into these two verses that, as we begin here that I think are important. He goes, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you all, making requests with joy. So one of the things we can learn is a simple needed responsibility to lift each other up in prayer. Uh, and there could be a million reasons behind this. Some of it, you might know somebody in your family or in your church um, that are just struggling. Maybe it's a co-worker and you've said, hey, you know, maybe they don't even necessarily in their minds believe in God or they claim they don't, but you can say, can I pray for you for something? I, I have personally, in the times I've done that, where it's somebody I, I, I bump into, it's somebody uh, that I've worked with that would claim they don't believe in Christ or they've not been saved or whatever term you use, um, that when I say, would you mind if I pray for you? In these harder circumstances, I've never had anybody say no. I've had people say things like, well, I don't think it's going to do anything, but mine, why not? Can't hurt was usually the phrase I get a lot. But what, you know, why not? Why not, if you know somebody, take them to the throne of grace and say, God, maybe, 
encourage them, use this as an opportunity to see you and see your grace and your mercy through all of this. Um, but let's, let's go back to more personal time. We look at the idea of others in our church. One of the things that without a doubt in my mind unites a group of people, uh, unites a family, unites church group, church people, is when we make a point to pray for each other. One of the things as we move forward, we strive to continue to grow a little bit here in our church is these small groups. You say small groups, it's, it's all about the study. I'll be honest with you, uh, you can get a Bible study just about anywhere uh, here online. You can get it on Wednesday night. You can go watch other places. There's so much more to small groups in church than just a smaller Bible study or just a chance for you to ask questions or give input. The premise is that you are hopefully connecting not only to the teacher, but to each other. And that way you can get to know each other through prayer. And there's something about, think about it, when we go to prayer for somebody else, we are going to battle. We're going to battle against Satan. We're going to battle for those people in whatever cause they find themselves in. You may know of personal struggles, family struggles are going through, health struggles, financial. And while you may not be able to do anything tangibly for them, there's nothing more powerful than going to God on your knees for that person. And you're hoping, you're really expecting God will do something through that time of prayer. There's something powerful about taking that, taking time out of your life to go to God on behalf of those people, on behalf of a loved one, your spouse, your children, um, someone else you know. There's something powerful about it, about just going to God and begging God to do something in their lives. You, you, you consider them, you think about them more. You know, we see people at a distance, and we see how that person's part of our church or whatever, but there is a stronger connection created between you and that person when you lift up. Because here's what happens. They tell you the situation, you take it to God, and then you go back to them and say, hey, how things going? You don't know how powerful that is. And, and when, I, when people have come to me and said, I've been praying for this, there is a, an immediate appreciation, respect, and understanding that person really cares. That they're willing to take my request, my need, to God. There's something very powerful about that. But it's interesting, he also says in verse 4, well, he says, I thank my God upon verse 3, every remembrance of you. We do see this sweet relationship between this church and and, and Paul. Because Paul is something, if there's anything you see be Paul, even Peter, when you're writing, they don't necessarily mince words. They tell you what's really they're thinking. They tell you what they believe to be true. In this situation, what's inspired to be true. He says, when I consider you and I go to God, I'm always grateful for you. Now, we know this was the church that sacrificially gave to them and supported them and loved him in his ministry. He, he started that church, and so there's something exciting about seeing that church continue to grow. So from a preacher's point of view, that's exciting. And uh, you see people who are growing in Christ and moving and serving uh, in their Christian journey. That's exciting from our perspective. And as a preacher, we always go, Lord, thank you for that person. Can I encourage us, though, that one of the things that Paul inevitably thanks them for is their kindness to him. And may we be the kind of people that when others consider us, uh, they're kind. There's a a kindness that they see in us, a thankfulness in us um, that we can see, that we can can just, just... our actions, our, our, our time of prayer, doing things for them, helping them, considering them. Uh, may that be something that be truthful of us to them. And may that be something uh, that they would know, that when people consider us, they consider somebody who loves them, they consider someone who encourages them and, and strives to help in the ways that they can. He says, again, verse 4, and always in every prayer of mine for you all, making requests of joy. Verse 5, for your fellowship in the gospel, 
from the first day until now. Now, the idea of fellowship, we think of fellowship in church as uh, we're going to go out to the gym and we're going to spend time, you know, having a meal. And, and that's part of it. But fellowship is so much more than just spending time talking or eating a meal together. Fellowship goes deeper. Fellowship goes into we have we have something in common. We have the gospel in common. We have a relationship with Jesus in common, and that's part of the fellowship. We carry each other's burdens, so I may help and pray with other people carrying their burdens, and that's a fellowship. These are the things that we strive to gain. These are the things that we are growing in. That's the fellowship. A fellowship is so much more than just once in a while getting together, playing some games or something. It's part of it. But that's so much, there's so much more to this. Uh, there's fellowship. You, we, we battle Satan together. We go through life together. We encourage each other together. There's so much more. He goes, and I'm always in prayer for the fellowship. From the day you were saved until you grow, I've always been praying that you would grow in Christ. You grow stronger as a church, and then your influence would grow even more to that. And so let's, let's encourage each other. And we just think of this. Think of somebody. Maybe you've not done this. And so find somebody maybe you don't know well or someone you do know. And just make a point to begin to pray for them, whether you have a list of several or just a few. Uh, if there's anything a healthy, powerful, influential church needs in the culture, it's prayer warriors. And uh, may you, may you, if you, maybe that's what God's calling you to be, is one who just takes the needs of others to God and sees God do powerful things. Well, we greatly appreciate the opportunity to be part of your day on this Tuesday. I hope it's an encouragement. I hope it's a help. Uh, I just appreciate the privilege to be part of your day and hope that uh, as we continue to study this book, we can find some things that will point us to God and be a great help. Thanks again for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.